whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And And we are here to rant and rave rave. with our matching pink pinched shoulder tops. I know we both have little pinched shoulders. I'm really into this shoulder sleeve look. I always have been. I feel like I try to bring it back every year, whether it's in or not. You know why, Jessica? Because at least it's a sleeve. Thank you. (laughs) How many times am I gonna am I gonna complain about sleeves? Oh my god, but it's one at that. Ah, thanks. I also recently purchased I don't often buy myself a lot of jewelry because I can make it usually. But Mm -hmm. I have had my eye on this necklace. It was at one of our favorite little stores over on Magnolia Mm -hmm. Mindful Nest. Yeah. I've had my eye on this necklace for almost a year. It's got little rainbow rhinestones and then carvings Uh for the sun. It just makes me feel happy. And finally, I was like, Dana, you're not destitute. It's $32. Thank you. You work hard and you can buy yourself a stupid necklace. Yes. So I did. I'm so happy. Very happy about it. I've worn it a lot. It makes me happy. I'm so glad to hear that and that you did that. I used to always get so sad when customers would feel guilty when I would say, oh, would you like this gift wrapped? And they'd be like, uh, no, it, it it's for me. I'm like, would you still like it gift wrapped? Like I was kidding. Yeah, but no I'm, joke. Like that's a gift to you. I said, why are you feeling yes. bad about that? And it was always the kind of ladies that were always in there buying stuff for their friends, their moms, their mother-in-laws, their husbands uh secretary whatever it is yes yes i'm like you don't need to feel bad and you wear that proudly yeah i went in there and did it i love that story anyway and i was like you're supporting local business and local artists yep i love that and i love the owner super cool i know and everybody that works there is always so nice too yep it's a great story but i was thinking about that the other day so um i'll ask you about your week soon but i'm gonna punch into mine just because it's relative to please (laughs) i went to the farmer's market on saturday in la crescenta and it was just so so lovely and i posted pictures on my instagram my personal instagram hey went to the farmer's market today got some lovely treats you know Mm -hmm. and this was not like the hollywood farmer's market where everybody's that like they're not hurting for business in hollywood or in la county right but la crescenta is a little further out and mm-hmm. it just was like family, like every booth, they wanted to interact with you personally. They gave you samples. Oh. They And so I made this post and I said, support local farmers, support local growers, support local farmers market. And I was thinking about that, just like we just said, support small business, mm-hmm. you know. That's not something I even thought about ever growing up. Ever. Because you had it already? I don't know why. It's not something... Mm. I don't think so. We went to Walmart. That was our only mm. option. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 
I don't even remember there being farmer's markets in town. I don't remember hearing about those. Now I know I've moved away from Missouri, and I do know that they do have mm-hmm. them now. It's kind of a she-she little hobby thing. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas out here, it's like, no, that's where we get our food. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but anyway, wait, I'm fascinated. I always think of Missouri as like this agricultural. Agricultural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Never been to I mean, a farmer's market till I moved to L.A. Huh. I'm act. I'm just surprised. Or I, I picture the there'd first be a time ton I of went. roadside stands. No, not really. Mm-mm. Now more, but not before. Huh. Um, I remember the first time I went to the farmer's market, I think it was the Grove, which is a pretty, it's not like a quintessential farmer's market. It's always there, but it is always fresh and coming from the, from the farms. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking through there and going, oh, this is beautiful. I've never, I don't even know what the vegetable is. Like, <laughs> can I tell you what I ate? And then I'll move on. And yes. Please. Um, but can I tell you, uh, we went to this one stall. This guy mm-hmm. had this farm. And so he had olives. He had this amazing almond crunch butter, organic like, cinnamon in it and coconut water. Like, oh, mm-hmm. la, 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 la. anyway, he had raw almonds. And I mean, still in the husk. Like Never green. even seen them like that. I hadn't either. Green in a pot. And so we took a video of him with me. I was dressed as Zinnia. And um, I love took it. A video and he goes, we're going to do this together. And I was like, okay. And he goes, you take the pot and we go like this, okay? Uh, and we both put it in our mouth. He goes, now yeah, light down. Bite down. Uh, and it split in two. And then he goes, see, this is the meat. This is the nut. Now we eat the whole thing. And I go, the whole thing? Pot and all? And he's like, yes, yes, it's good for you. Help with cholesterol. Yeah, yes, yes. So we did. And I'm chewing. And I'm like, mm. and he goes, do you hate me yet? <laughs> I said, no. I said, no, I don't hate you. But it is a little sour. He goes, I like it. Oh, my. What was the pot was like, cool. hard or soft? It was soft, but it was fuzzy like a peach. It was green Ooh. and fuzzy like a peach and very easy to chew. But, like, if you knocked on it on the outside, it felt hard. Like, it really protects that Weird. Nut. And then also I had a green plum, which I had never had. It was about this big. Ooh. Also, taste, it tasted like a miniature um, Granny Apple Smith apple. Stop it. it. Like. like a bright crunch. I need Sharp it. bit of a sour uh, mm-hmm. taste, but still sweet. Yes. Um, you know, kind of like a sour God's candy. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, really, really lovely time. Also, real quick, I went I to a that. canyon jam. Went to a canyon jam on Saturday, and I'm so uh, jealous. That before, looked like a ball. Night before, oh my god! Night before Mother's Day, Mama went out, saw her flan- mm-hmm. friends in a in a band play on a balcony off a cliff overlooking yep. the entire valley. <laughs> Whenever I go to the Canyon Jam, it makes me feel like I have been transported into when Laurel Canyon was like Laurel Canyon. When the mamas and papas were spending the night with Eric Clapton and they were jamming Uh through the night in the canyon. That's That's exactly what I feel like whenever I go to the Canyon Jam. And I never leave there without meeting new people that I just adore. It It was so fun. I very much mostly like to be a cloistered hermit. And until the second I get to a party, I will dread going so hard that I want to cry. 
um, we were maybe the last 10 people to leave. So stuck <laughs> around, talked to the band, talked to Brother Sal about his trip on a train. Like, come on now. It was just a ball. Just a ball. Brother Sal. And the sad thing is, Dan Tipton was supposed to go with me. I've been to four Canyon Jams over oh, wow. the years. Um, my friend CJ is in a band. CJ Vanna. Mm -hmm. He was in Whiplash. You'd probably recognize him from commercials. He's lovely. Mm -hmm. He's in a band. Uh, they perform out at bars and stuff. And then a couple times a year, they'll have a canyon jam. One of the guys lives up in the canyon. Sometimes mm -hmm. the cops show up and go, guys, keep it down. I'm winking for those of you not watching. Keep it down. <laughs> uh, it's just lovely. They, they're they all cooks and stuff. They bring all this Italian food. Like, it's insane. It's insane. Ooh, I love so that was my pre-Mother's Day. And then my boys spoiled me on Mother's Day and let me sleep and do nothing just brought food to my face while i laid in bed yeah. and watched ipad like <laughs> beautiful flowers beautiful flowers yes mm -hmm. your husband always gets beautiful he really uh, does good he goes he does good always things they're uh -huh. beautiful also living in california it's hard to lose we're so lucky yeah. i know <laughs> our right? flowers our flowers are like it's crazy who, who created that i know who created did, did God make that or did we hybrid that? That's incredible. <laughs> um, so that's fun. How was your week? It was fine. Uh, I, you know, got my hair cut and colored for the first time in it almost a year. It looks stunning. I Thank love you. your I, hair I, anyway. You complain about your hair all the time. It's so beautiful and thick and curly and lovely. Whatever. <laughs> but right now you look stunning. Uh, you're very kind. I looked like a sea hag. I no, even... stop being mean to my friend. My hairdresser goes, "Did are you, you didn't go to someone else for color since I last saw you?" I think because my hair was so off. I said, "No, Joe, I haven't been to anyone since you." Like I think I was there in September. But anyways, I felt great. Okay, it was a delight to. Everybody knows that when you get to just go be and just. Yes, it's very nice. And I was the only one there. He met me on a Sunday, which God bless him. He doesn't usually work on Sundays. And I'm like, hey, I know it's a really off chance. If you have any cancellations between now and Tuesday at this time, can you please let me know? And he's like, how's Sunday at four? I'm like, God, I love you. Oh, my gosh. So, so. nice. Well, you look amazing. Oh, well, you're really sweet. I don't yeah. think anything else exciting happened. I will say this. That's I don't remember if I already mentioned it. What? Well, I'm just saying that's interesting. Your husband texted oh. me last night. <laughs> About He what? caught a lot of fish. How is that? Oh, that wasn't reported? with me. Oh, God. Oh, okay. Okay, sure. I should talk about that. <laughs> so, um... Alan went on a deep sea fishing excursion with his cousin. He sent me pictures so I could show Henry, and we were like, what? It, could he believe it? Wasn't it crazy no. how many fish? Yes, and they didn't even keep all of them, and still, he said, had probably 30 pounds in fillets. Yep. So when he came back, the night he came back, he made, the day that they caught him, he just like quickly like pan seared them so they were just simple like salt and pepper that's it so you're just tasting the freshest fish ever like caught that day wow. no flash freezing nothing and then last night i dios mio dana he made fresh ceviche 
No, thank you. But I get it. It rivaled (laughs) any one that I've ever had at a good restaurant. Outstanding. It was absolutely outrageous. So yeah, you cannot compare, just like you're saying, buying the farmer's market vegetables where most of those have dirt on them. They pulled them out of the ground that morning. My strawberries had dirt on them. Yep. Yes. This fish was caught straight out. No weird delay. And there's no fishiness because it hasn't sat and rotted or anything else. Yes. There's yes. no fish. It's not in muddy river water. Yes, yes. Yes. It was outstanding. So, oh my God, what a treat. Yeah, no joke. Well, you all know how what the picky eater I am. I mean, as soon as you yes. said ceviche, I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I eat like a toddler. I bought um, dates. Dates are mm-hmm. figs. I can't remember. They're in there. Uh, with a walnut. Do they look like dead roaches? Sugared and cooked. Yes, yes. With with dates. dead roaches that you've opened up and you can see the meat inside. That's what it looks like. They dates. are. When you talk God's candy, that's what I think. My mom used to try and sell that white melon to me. What's that white melon? Cantaloupe and... Honeydew? Honeydew was God's candy in my house. I love it. Listen, I don't I don't mind some honeydew, but them dates with a walnut in it, that's some God's candy right there. Okay. That tastes like you're eating cake. Uh, <laughs> if you ever find yourself in the area or vicinity of Palm Springs or Morongo, the middle of nowhere in the desert casino on the yes. way to Palm Springs. That sometimes has like air supply come perform there. Yes. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. 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 At, let's go Morongo. Uh, yep. You need to get yourself a Southern California desert date shake. Ooh. It's incredible. A milkshake made with dates. And I always get the date banana because I love bananas. And as I'm saying this, I realize you're lactose intolerant and no, you can't have the date shake. I apologize. I'm sorry. I well, I can have, I can bit. take lactate. I can take lactate for special. Oh, occasions. you can take like a pill before. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, then yeah. I beg you to get that date shake. That sounds good. It's incredible. It's incredible. And it's just very, I honestly, I never saw it anywhere else other than the desert in California. You don't even see it around LA or anything. They're incredible. And there's this huge uh, stand from a family farm called Hadley's where they sell like dried nuts, dried fruits, all this stuff. And they're famous for the date shake. It's next door to Morongo. I beg you well, to get a date shake. I got, um, you know, I love olives. I buy olives quite a bit. I just yes. love them. All different kinds. And uh, mm-hmm. I bought a, a mix of olives with like Kalamata, green, like all these. Mm-hmm. He had so he had stacks this tall all the way across the Ooh. table of different kinds of olives. And I love olives even from just Trader Joe's. I really, really yes. enjoy them. Absolutely. But I got to tell you, like we said earlier, there was something fresh, like something about these olives that's just. Yeah. <gasps> okay, we have to stop talking about food before I eat my own fingers. Jessica, would you like to tell people how to get a hold of us? Oh, yeah. Why not? Sure. Hey, guys, please find us at the Rants and Raves podcast on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us on TikTok at the Rants and Raves P. Please go to our YouTube channel. We're going to keep touting that. 
Give us a watch, yes. a follow, a like, a subscribe. We have shorts put up there all the time, as well as our full-length episodes. So uh, we are really uh, moving towards the future of YouTube. So please <laughs> join the train. Um, mm -hmm. Additionally, you can send us an email anytime you like, and many of you did. In fact, most of this week's episode came from listeners. We love you awesome. for that. Send us rants, raves, corners, hellos, goodbyes, anything you want, anything in between at the rants and raves podcast at gmail.com. Also, you can go to the contact button on our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Thank you. And Dana, take it away. I believe you're up first for rants. This I week. am up first for rants. This is from a listener. <clears throat> I'm going to try and do it justice. There's a lot of caps in here. A lot of all caps, so get ready. Ready? <laughs> yep. <laughs> From a listener. People that don't wear headphones during virtual slash online meetings. We all have headphones these days, either wired or not. I cannot understand why some people just don't use them during virtual or online meetings. Meetings like this are the perfect environment to ensure that the information being passed along is very understood and gets everyone on the same page. We're shifting into all caps. Ready? Oh, wait. Nancy doesn't think so. She wants to listen to the meeting on her computer speakers and talk through the microphone on her computer. <laughs> this always oh boy, Nancy. leads to... <laughs> oh, Nancy. Everyone's mad at you, Nancy. They're just not saying it, okay? This always leads to either an echo for the people speaking or Nancy constantly interrupting people because she can't hear them over her own brain trying to function. As someone who has to be on a meetings a lot, especially during the middle of the week, this has bothered me for the longest time. I can tell. I don't blame you either. I don't mind. I don't mind if people do it once in a while. Sure, we've all been there when we forget our headphones on the meeting. It was scheduled 10 minutes ago and we're not at home. But typically, mm. people in those cases are aware enough to mute themselves and speak up when there is a silence. I just mm -hmm. wish that people would understand more the others on these calls, more about them. Sorry, I, I just wish that people would understand more about the others on these calls and be considerate of everyone. There's not even a period at the end of this. Just be considerate, okay? It doesn't need a period. It's an open-ended uh, no. thing that we always should be doing, okay? Because yes. when you don't have, also when you don't have, she doesn't, this person doesn't even, I don't know if this man or woman, I just said she, but this person doesn't even <laughs> mention like this, and this is what gets me. When you don't have headphones on, whether you are on your phone, your computer, whatever, it doesn't matter. If you touch anything, I hear. Yep. If you move and your shoulder goes by here, to you, it's like no sound. To me, it goes. It's rude. <laughs> it's very jarring. Like, I always jolt when there's. I don't want to like hear that. your neighbor's gardener. Because then uh -huh. I'm going, please stop. I wish the gardener hadn't showed up. It's not even my gardener. It's not my house. It's not even yours. But I sure am thinking about it instead of my meeting. Just put in some headphones. Nobody, right? Because then nobody can hear it as bad. To me, it seems like maybe I'm wrong. I'm not science. No. 
I'm not a scientist. <laughs> I am technically science. I think we all are magical science somehow. Science but anyway. Is... <laughs> but I think when you science ish. <laughs> Then it does it does stop some noise. It tamps yes. down some extra. What's the? I don't know the lingo. Audio is not my profession. It feedback. tamps down some of the feedback, outside noise, reverberation, whatever. You guys know. You get it. You get. I'm it. shocked that Nancy. you don't know. Because you're somebody who I feel like would one of your bucket list things would be to have a earpiece in and be sitting in a van uh, trying to tap into hearing some creep that they're trying to track some criminal. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would love that. I would love to be in like a, a, a mid to late 90s movie van where they're spying on somebody inside. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You're made <laughs> for these- that. With all these screens that just have color bars and you don't know why. Yes. I don't know that those exist anymore. I think there's like, I I think that there's like microorganism robots that fly through the air now and go up our nose and they even know what we're going to think before we think it. It's like minority (laughs) reported this time. That's in my mind what's happening. (laughs) I have to jump on. Nancy's got to get it together. Right? Yes. Well, I've worked with many Nancys and uh, Neds, if you will. And let me tell mm-hmm. you something. Uh, one of them used to have all of his calls on speaker and everybody would go nuts. And this person would walk through the office and we would be like, you're shouting. And nobody wants on to a hear cell phone? call. Uh-huh. We already oh, don't no. want to hear you talking. I surely don't want to hear the person on the other side either. Of course not. You can't do that when yeah, you're you in a shared environment. Well, and I think that there are a lot of the elderly generation, which means a couple of days mm-hmm. older than me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like they all listen to their cell phones and stuff on speakerphone thinking, oh, Full it's blast. louder. It'll be it'll be easier for me to comprehend. But the fact of the matter is whatever that the reverberation or that uh, it is not easier to understand. I promise no. you because yes. there's there's echoey there's air like it just is not i promise you try it once put it up to your ear don't be a bitch about it just go i'm legitimately gonna try this and not uh-huh. let my own thoughts intrude i'm gonna yes perform my own experiment here i promise you it will sound better unless your fucking phone is old go get a new phone okay, okay. i don't want to pay the price for you not wanting to spend money on a phone I don't want to be inconvenienced because I went and bought the right phone and, and you can buy $5 headphones. Jessica and I know this. We've both done it. They're not great, but we've done it. (laughs) (laughs) Not It's just inconsiderate. And I want to tell you, I want to say legitimately it, it's not easier to understand when you're on speaker. It's just not, you may be telling yourself that because it's open and out and loud, but it's too garbled. You will hear better also, if you just ink. They yell to match yeah. back the volume of which they yes. are listening to something. Even That's though the their other mouth like... is their mouth is centimeters from that microphone. <laughs> or touching it. 
Oh. It makes. Can you imagine who insane. they're talking to? Is like, oh god, I can't. Please. Can I imagine? Yeah, I'm usually the person. You're the person. <laughs> Trust me, I've been on the other end many a times. I will remain nameless. Those folks guilty as charged. Listener, we are Phew. on your side. Phew. We are so and also on your side. those all caps, the all caps. Very well deserved. Very nice. That's why I gave it to Dana. No one can read all caps like Dana Powell. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. Anytime there's a listener rant with all caps, I'm like, well, I'm going to let Dana read this one because it's definitely going to be funnier than if I I read it. I pay that mind. (laughs) I pay that mind because it's there for a reason. I love it. So we're going to show it. Yeah. I love it. All right. You're up next. Well, this gem, this is Sarah, a listener who sent us in uh, another recent rave that we did both. I mean, uh, yes, rave and rant today. Both rants come from her. Also that woman sent a whole tutorial to us specifically for Dana to pass on to her father. If you remember, Dana was talking about the little cat cap nail things. Yes. She sent a whole thing for Dana to forward on. It was so informational. I sent it to my family. Yes. Yep. It was so informational. Thank you. you. So good. So I glommed onto this rant because holy SH, I felt like I wrote it myself. Okay. I can really relate. Sure. Dana can too. In fact, I know she can. Not being appreciated for well-known skills. that that rings very reminiscent and true yeah this happened to me today during a meeting and lord did i did it bother me a ton i work in a department where i know the majority of the people and they all know me and i do on the daily i'm known for my ability to communicate and provide information for ongoing issues and situations in our department one way that i've accomplished this is through spreadsheets I've learned so many things over the last two years about Google Sheets, AppScript, a way to use Java coding to control your Google Sheets. Wow, girl, you already lost me. Just kidding. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know how to do that. Me neither. And a bunch of other things. I've shared my spreadsheets to so many teams, and it's become a staple to my direct team. However, today, during a meeting with a side team that I'm also a member of, It was called out that two other members were, quote, wizards at spreadsheets and were tasked to do something that I could have done within a day, likely within an hour. My skills and knowledge were never brought up, and these two other people were tasked with completing this request. I definitely have enough on my plate, don't get me wrong, but at least receiving some type of acknowledgement of my skills and ability to possibly help in this situation would have been nice. I help everyone constantly with their issues, questions, and concerns, and rarely get acknowledged for the amount of time I spend doing these things. At this point, I'd love even just a verbal acknowledgement of any of these things. Girl, I cannot apologize to you enough on behalf of your co-workers and i feel you so hard i think that is one of the most infuriating things to happen whether it's um 
in an office setting, in a creative setting where there's groups or teams that bounce ideas around and suddenly Joe Schmo said something and you're pinching your friend or trying not to swallow your tongue thinking, I pitched that joke last week and nobody batted an eye now that Joe Schmo said it. When it comes to joke pitching, not to make this uh, gender specific, but a lady can pitch a joke a million times and nobody uh-huh. hears it. But then a guy pitches sure. that same joke and it's the best thing that's ever happened. Yeah, it's so the funniest. That we're trying to fix that. I don't know how well that's going, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I get it. <laughs> and also the fact, like, I love that they recognize, listen, I've got a lot on my plate. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not saying, hey, I want that responsibility. Don't take that away. Right. It's just the acknowledgement of like, hey, I started this helpful thing for everyone. Can yes. that at least be mentioned? Right. They're wizards because I implemented this. Yep. Why would I not be the I'd just Gandalf? like to thank you're Sarah. Just... <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. I'm like, if you're the I'd like to Sarah thank Sarah is... for implementing this communication and amount of yes. information to everyone in a very succinct manner. Thank you. Because, because for an analogy, Sarah is the Gandalf, the Dumbledore. Those other people are beneath them, are, you know, Frodo. They're the ogres. And, and, Yes, and they're not to say that they're not as helpful. That's why I said Frodo, not ogres. <laughs> Great, that's going to be helpful. But like, hey, let's pay some mind to the person who implemented this system in yes. the first place. Mm-hmm. It ain't that hard. It's words of appreciation. Yep. It's gratitude for going the extra mile. Mm-hmm. We've been and talking now about it this seems a lot like lately. Well, because it's a it's a severe American problem. I mean, yes. honestly, I've been listening so much lately as an adult to what other countries feel about us, what under, other countries think about us. Um, mm-hmm. Comparison. Other countries are blown away that we don't get holiday. We don't just yep. get a couple of months off, that we have to ask for time off, that we that things like this happen in our workplaces and we mm-hmm. stay. Like they're blown yes. away. <laughs> It's a yes. very severe, I'm sure it happens in other countries, just not as much. Uh, it's a mm-hmm. real problem in America. Nobody it's appreciates. Huge. But then they want and to turn around little... and go, don't raise minimum wage. They already don't want to work. Well, they don't want to work yeah. because you're rude to them. And you don't show totally. appreciation for the skills that they bring to the table. This seems like this was a skill this person brought to the table that wasn't a requirement mm-hmm. of the job. That's above and beyond. Exactly. And that doesn't deserve acknowledgement. Eat a poop taco because it does. It's also the easiest and costs you nothing. So we've talked about this even in recent weeks. I go out of my way every time that I am somewhere working at a client or in their shop, in their place of business to acknowledge the staff and to point out things with people who are doing a good job or say, Hey, Mm -hmm. I noticed that you wrapped that gift that was in the back. That looks amazing. Thank you so much for doing that. And they're like, Oh really? Or I say, Hey, I appreciate that you text me the other day, letting me know we're out of such and such. You don't understand how helpful that is to me. And I can get ahead of it and order it without it taking another week before the next time I'm in. And it's so simple, but people get so excited 
over yeah. just you a being nice and saying hello to them and a simple acknowledgement. So please do that. God dang it. I did that for it's so many so, years. I know what that's like to not be acknowledged. It's so easy. Um, and also I just want to say this, I would much rather have sincere words of appreciation and gratitude yep. and thankfulness than a, than a $5 gift card to Starbucks. Okay. Thank you. When I worked at a factory, we busted our asses for 12 hours every single night. And then we turned around and mm -hmm. did it again the next day. And one year mm -hmm. as a, <laughs> you know, I was the rebel college student that caused problems. So I got in trouble a lot. But um, <laughs> one year we had this, uh, we had turned in so much product, like we hit a goal mm -hmm. that had never been hit before. And our reward yep. was a chocolate candy bar with peanuts in it. Shut and up. I said to my whole department, what do they think we are? Fucking elephants. I'd rather have money. <laughs> you made money and you gave me uh -huh. a candy bar. You made money off uh -huh. my work and you gave me a candy bar. Like I'm an elephant at the circus. And at that uh -huh. point we didn't even have elephants in the circus anymore. So I was beneath <laughs> that. <laughs> But of course, I got a talking to for being an upriser in the department. But don't tell people we're treating it. them like elephants. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't tell people we're treating them like elephants. He said that to me. <laughs> also, what pisses me off is that is the least they could have done, not as your bonus, but as a, hey, guys, we're just going to throw out some snacks. Like our friend guys Darren, when we had our office he at least once a month would go and just no. disappear and then come back an hour later and he'd be like, we Hey everybody, there's uh some, there's some treats set up in the break room. We'd go in and he'd have a damn ice cream social for us. You know how come nice on. that was? That's so nice. Not us. We never had anything. And y'all, we weren't out there making coonskin caps. Okay. I was making circuit boards for Motorola and NASA. Okay. <laughs> I was building, I was putting I'm components dying. and I'm circuit dying. boards for a Motorola and NASA, and I got a freaking chocolate peanut candy bar. I was so infuriated. And I was young Are you and responsible and... for Hello Moto? <laughs> what is that? Hello is Moto. That? Whenever you would open the Motorola, oh, yeah. didn't it go, Hello I never, Moto? I never had a Motorola. I just built them. Me neither. <laughs> I'm not only the president, I'm also a client. <laughs> anyway, excellent. Those were great rants. I know. Thank you. We Sarah. just talked. That... We just Yeah, because we just talked even last week. I said, you know, we've got to find in our country again um yes. compassion, compassion. kindness. Yes. Because we were talking about managers not treating people well. You know, yep. that's another thing in other countries. They side for their employees. Like, they, what I, I think I sent this to you. A guy was talking about American tourists, and he goes, mm -hmm. Think about it. The way that the American system financially is set up, think about who can travel over here to see us. It's not the normal American, it's a little higher financial status, a little, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Expectant, uh, entitled rude 
just ask for whatever they want whenever they want and demand to get it because they have money. He said, when you come over here and you act like a brat in a restaurant, that manager will say, no, you need to leave. Don't treat my employees this way. We don't do that. That's the difference. But our entire country runs on squeaky wheel gets the oil. And sometimes that's just not right. Sometimes squeaky wheel needs to be shut up and dismantled. Okay? No more wheeling for you. You lost use of your wheel. <laughs> it's just interesting. Start looking at it. Start looking at what's happening. That was not a toilet flushing. That was the garbage truck that sounded like a Star Wars spaceship was landing on Andor. I don't know what was happening. All I know is your eyes were huge, but you were saying yes to me. And I was like, is someone kidnapping her? Did Alan have explosive diarrhea and she doesn't know what to do? Like, I knew something was going on. <laughs> it was so loud. I'm like, she's going to kill. I cannot explain how loud. And I kept, I thought I muted it, but apparently not. Well, I just heard a little bit that I thought was a toilet flushing. That's where the diarrhea came in. <clears throat> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I just want to tell you that you're very bad at being inconspicuous. I don't want to be rude. Ah. But, but your face told all. <laughs> it's true. I've always, I think we've mentioned that before. I used to get called out a lot because I would show my disdain during improv shows off from the side. And apparently oh, really? it was written, uh-huh, it was written all over my face about how I felt about whatever was going on stage. Kind of like this. Oops. In, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what was happening just now. Just giant eyes, wide open mouth, and a yes. It, uh -huh. I was like, do I need to call 911? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, y'all. Okay. Well, a staple of our show is the cleansing breath. I have had a lot of people message me personally recently saying, thank you for the cleansing breath. So I'm glad Ooh. that we've been consistent about it. It really does help. Yes. And a lot of times people are listening to us on their way to something else. Just take mm -hmm. a second, okay? We like to rant out the silliness, get out the all caps emails, and then yes. <laughs> we take a deep breath in. <laughs> Blow out all the frustration for you, for us, and we want you to do it with us. And then we fill up yes. the rest of the time with silliness, goodness, some raves, whatever. Um, so great. if you can scream it out, please do. I know some of you want to scream it out so bad. So one day I just want you to plan for that. Just take yourself behind a dumpster somewhere and just go, today's the day I scream my brains out with Dana and Jessica. Do that for yourself. <laughs> Maybe not a dumpster. It might stink. But somewhere private. <laughs> All right, are you they ready, Jess? Dumped my dumpster. Oh no! Well, here we go. Let's do are you it. ready, Jessica? Uh -huh. Can you make a promise to me today, friend to friend? To, to close my eyes and keep them there. Oh, fine. I just want you to know what it feels like. I want you to feel what it's like to okay, be okay. Normal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's There's really nothing hard. normal about me. I know, I know. Okay, here we go. Take a deep breath mm -hmm. in. And. Ah. Ooh, lovely. Uh, really proud of you, Jessica. Unless I go back when I'm editing. Goodness, it was hard for you. 
It's hard for you. <laughs> uh, when I go back through editing, if I see uh-huh. that you have opened your eyes, I will send you another video where I scream and tell you you're a monster. Because that happened last week. You I told me you were going to close your eyes. I know. You, I have, vi- do I need to post that video of you opening that one eye like a creepazoid? I might. I might. We'll see. You better, you better watch it, girl. We're about, we're uh, about to travel amazing. together. You better watch it. I know. It. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love You're it. so funny to me. Okay. I love recording with you and always makes me happy. Same. All right. I'm up first. I'm up first for corners, right? Yeah. Okay. Why are my lips peeling off my face? Ew, I just pulled a chunk of my lips off. That's gross. You know why? It's because I drank alcohol this weekend and my body's like, why would you do that, you grandma? Oh. Well, my rave today will help with that. I know. I saw that. Okay, cool. Um, my corner is, oh, wow. It's an, oh, wow, corner. It says, wine me, dine me. Please come find me. I don't know. I'm not mad at that. It's a little cute. Get Jessica. your mind out of the gutter, Dana. <laughs> oh, okay. No. <laughs> what if I was just like, no. Everything's dirty to me. I want it dirty. Okay. <laughs> this is from NPR. Uh, this is written mm-hmm. by Emily Olson. How wine and candy helped an Australian woman survive five days in the bushland. Okay. We might have to have a mindfulness update corner about this later because there's some stuff being revealed that's a little bit like, what? What? Okay. Did you get lost? Like, okay. But anyway, here we go. <laughs> Here's the screenshot. I'm going to show you that this is the moment she was found. Look at her. That looks like from the 1970s, but it was just oh last week. Oh, my God. Week. It really does. Okay. <laughs> Okay, a woman who went missing in the Australian wilderness after making a wrong turn survived for five days on wine and candy, local authorities say. Sign me up. I was like, I think I can survive on wine and candy. (laughs) The 48-year-old woman who police identified in a press release as only Lillian was rescued by helicopter on May 5th in the Mita Bushland and stretch of dense eucalyptus forest in the southeastern state of Victoria. Ooh, you would be miserable. I love eucalyptus. Hopefully surrounded by koalas. Aw, koalas. Lillian was driving towards Dartmouth Dam for a day trip from the nearby town of Bright when she hit a dead-end road and realized she'd made a wrong turn. As she tried to turn her car around, the vehicle became stuck in the mud. Without cell service, she was unable to call for help. Health issues made it difficult for her to try and walk, police said, but ultimately may have helped her survive as she was able to use the car heater overnight to stay warm in temperatures as low as 35 degrees. Oy, that's cold to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Planning for only a two-hour drive, Lillian only had a few snacks, some candy, and a bottle of wine, which she had intended as a gift for her mother. Lillian doesn't drink, police said, but she eventually consumed the bottle, her only liquid. Lillian's family reported her missing on April 30th after she had failed to make a daily check-in call. Local media outlet News 7 said the bad weather limited local authorities' ability to search by air. Mm. Quote, the area is so vast. If you can imagine, we're talking about hundreds of kilometers that Lillian might be in. Uh, We Mm. don't have a starting point at the moment. Wait, can you imagine? Lillian's sister-in-law, they didn't know where to start. And that was on the fourth day of searching, he was saying that. Right. Wait. 
Lillian's sister-in-law, Lisa, told News 7 that Lillian was unfamiliar with the area but excited to see it on her trip. Police said Lillian hailed from Chetelenham, <laughs> a suburb of the city of Melbourne, about 160 miles to the southwest. After five days, police finally spotted her by helicopter, standing on a dirt road and waving her arms about. She was 37 miles away from the nearest town. Jeez. Um, video of the rescue shows Lillian bending over in a gesture of sheer relief as police car approaches the ground. Quote, after being lost in the bush for five days, she was extremely relieved and grateful to see us, and we were happy to see her. Uh, Lillian was treated for dehydration in a nearby hospital, but otherwise appears to be healthy. Let me just say this. Like, <clears throat> yeah, it's funny. She survived on wine and candy. They found her. Everything's happy and good. Not for nothing. I watch a lot mm -hmm. of um, animal documentaries. Sure. And a lot of the most dangerous animals come from Australia. Not a lot. Five, oh. days, five <laughs> days in the bush alone. That's no easy feat, I would think. Scorpions, yeah. snakes. Love the koalas. They do have chlamydia. We're trying to fix it. Still a little bit. Oh. The huntsman <laughs> spiders that are this uh, big. You can't like even bigger see than our heads. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Crocodiles. So, yes. Even in her car, I'm still oh. like, that's a that's an an adventure I don't want. Yes. It's totally. a little bit scary. But they are yeah. saying and like she's I've lucky heard that she was found. Yes. I've heard rumblings that maybe she wasn't. I don't know. We may have to do an update for a mindfulness corner later, but it is interesting. It is like she maybe had one more day. Am I wrong? Because she wasn't out trying to find water. Well, that's the thing. I think water, like you can even survive on water for a certain amount of time with no food, but the not having water, I think water. everything just starts to shut down in your body. Yeah, that's your the quick killer. It shuts your organs. Yeah. Yeah, it shut your yep. organs down. Anyway, pretty amazing. It is an oh wow corner for sure. Uh, I joke right. and say I'd like to survive on wine and candy, but honestly, I wouldn't if anybody's listening. Whatever controls my destiny. <laughs> please no. <laughs> totally. All right, your turn. All right, this was sent to us by another sarah our friend in la sarah in this case we have two sarahs we only we're episode. only friends with sarahs if you're not a sarah <laughs> we can't be your friend <laughs> hilarious this is written by camilla damonsky uh for npr news australia's man with the golden arm retires after saving 2.4 million babies I love this story. Right? Mm -hmm. James Harrison, an Australian man whose blood contains a rare antibody that can create a treatment that saves babies' lives, has donated plasma one last time. Harrison, 81, is now over the <sighs> age limit for donors. In fact, he hit the cap months ago. But the Australian Red Cross Blood Service let him donate one last time on Friday. The service estimates that over the course of his life, he has helped save some 2.4 million babies. Million babies. It's crazy. Harrison, known as the man with a golden arm, has donated blood and plasma regularly for more than six decades, from age 18 to 81. 
All told, he donated 1,172 times, 1,162 times from his right arm, 10 from his left. I hope it's a record that somebody breaks. Harrison spoke to NPR in 2015 and explained his long history with blood donation. He had a lung removed when he was 14 in a procedure that required multiple blood transfusions. I was in the hospital for three months and I had a hundred stitches, he recalls. After receiving 13 units, almost two gallons of donated blood, Harrison knew right away that he wanted to give back. I was always looking forward to donating right from the operation because I don't know how many people it took to save my life. I never met them, didn't know them. So as soon as he turned 18, he started donating blood and plasma and kept it up for years. Then researchers discovered that his plasma had a property that could save infants' lives. When a woman with Rh-negative blood has an Rh-positive fetus, it's known as Rh-incompatibility. Her body can develop an immune reaction that attacks her baby's blood cells, and those antibodies put future children at risk. Then in the 1960s, scientists discovered that the same antibody, Rho immune globulin, also known in Australia as anti-D, can be used to create a treatment. It saves babies that would otherwise get sick or die. And Harrison, it just so happens, had anti-D in his bloodstream. A lot of it. Wow. Very few people have had these antibodies in such strong concentrations, says Gemma Falkenmeyer of the Australian Red Cross. His body produces a lot of them, and when he donates, his body produces more. Harrison was happy to hear he could help save babies' lives. He switched from giving blood to giving plasma as often as the service would allow him. He contributed to treatments for millions of Australian women, including his own daughter. Today, although researchers are testing methods to make the antibody in a lab, donors who produce the antibody are still the only source for anti-D. I did not know that. Wow, wow, wow. Such donors are rare these days, at least in developed countries. The antibodies are produced naturally by women with RH incompatibility, but the same treatment that saves babies prevents mothers from developing the immune reaction. To fill the gap, some RH-negative men agree to become exposed to RH-positive blood so they can become donors. And a small number of people develop the antibodies after accidentally receiving a transfusion of the wrong kind of blood. Oh, that's probably what happened to Harrison, and he made the best of the mistake by voluntarily donating life-saving plasma for years. He's one of 200 people in Australia who are known to create the antibody. Okay, I am absolutely mesmerized, and I have to tell you, I don't know that I would have the antibodies, but this is so weird because I said I wanted to start going back to donating blood at the Children's Hospital in L.A. Yes, we just talked summer, about like, that last week. And I am a negative. So I am somebody that also would have to receive something like that if I were to be pregnant. Do you know what I'm saying? Wow. Because yes. of that. And Sarah said... This is this helped me with both of my kids. So I don't know what her blood type is, but she clearly also has a thing where you need to you have to be given a shot of this row gam or, or row D, whatever they're calling it, within a certain amount of time, like I think within 24 hours mm -hmm. of 
finding like once they've discovered a certain amount of time within your pregnancy and also after you've delivered birth okay yeah yes Interesting. it's crazy i'm blown away by this yeah. and totally like mesmerized that somebody didn't die from getting the wrong type of blood i mean am i crazy yeah how did that happen oops like o positive is the universal donor that doesn't mean if you're o positive you can receive any blood that's for darn sure yes for that's sure crazy sure. oh yeah i don't know i just think it's so cool i think that the fact that he continued doing it because he knew he was making a difference, like, makes him such an amazing human. And he gave till yeah. he wasn't allowed anymore. Like, I just think that's so cool. And Over just, like 60 I said, years. 60 years. Just like I said last week, my dad and I both have had transfusions. And my dad, yeah. he gave for a long, long time. He gave, mm -hmm. you know, as often as he could. And I just, it's, it's important. And it's something I think people kind of forget about, which is why I'm glad yes. that offices have blood donor drives and stuff like that. Because if it's right in front of you, like for me, whenever I worked in an office back in the day of covered yep. wagons, um, when they would have it, it would just remind me and I go, oh, yeah, of course I'll yeah. go get blood. You know what I mean? Exactly. You, you just, just walk don't in. think about it. Yeah. But, I, but I'm like, why don't I think about that other times unless it's mm -hmm. right in front of my face? Because it is life-saving. It's not, it's not a joke. Totally. Anyway, I love that. That precious man. I love it, too. Mm. Okay, well, are you ready to um, move on Rave up into up. raves? Yeah, you didn't. Oh, yeah. Did you tell us? Did you tell us what kind of um, title you had for your corner? You didn't. No, I forgot. It was a golden oldies. It was a golden oldies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for letting us down. Uh, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. The man with the Midas touch. That's my Shirley Bassey impersonation. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Gold finger. That is a good song, though. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so I'm up first for raves. This is from our listener, yes. from our friend Beck from Bloom with Beck. We adore her. Just one of the kindest people yes. gives workshops for women, um, retreats for women, constantly a positive and supportive human being, just a beautiful treasure of a human. Love her to death. So yes. this is from Beck this week. Um, this is seaglassstraws.com. It's a family owned, locally made in North Carolina uh, business that makes these gorgeous glass straws made of recycled sea glass. You can get them custom etched. I'm planning on getting pink ones etched with bloom to sell and give out. They also give a 10% of their sales to Ocean Conservancy. Okay, a sea glass straw. Are you kidding? That was from, from Beck. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go to their website here and read you a little bit about them. They're made in the USA. They are shaped, bent, and etched by our hands right here in coastal North Carolina. Okay, again, this is theseaglasscompany.com. I'm going to read you their story from their website. I mm -hmm. love it. We are a nature-loving family that have always had a passion for the ocean and marine life. In 2015, we made a dream come true and moved our family from Indiana to coastal North Carolina. Since moving, we've sprinkled our days with the salt life, playing at the beach, boating, family activities, and getting involved with local marine animal and environmental conference conservation programs i'm going to show you a picture of their cute little family look at that Aww. so Love cute it. yes 
Our mission, put simply, is to save our our oceans and sea life. We participate in the local marine stranding program, and it saddens us to see the plastic enrobing our marine life, causing fatalities and in the stomachs of stranded sea animals. Whether it was the primary Mm. cause of death or not, there is always plastic in the stomach and digestive tracts. We also play at the beach with our family and friends, and there's far too often something washing up on the sand that isn't meant to be there. In early 2018, we started using glass straws to reduce our impact on the plastic population issue. After a month, we did the math, and our family of six had thrown away almost 100 fewer straws in just one month. If we could help others make an impact with a little fun and creativity along the way, then we can move toward a more clean and safe world for future generations. Um, Ocean Conservancy has been working for almost 50 years to protect our ocean from today's greatest global challenges. We donate 10% of all sales to Ocean Conservancy to extend our reach beyond reducing the amount of the new plastics that enter our oceans and removing the trash that already exists. Please take the time to learn more about Ocean Conservancy and the International Coastal Cleanup and what you can do to help. So that's a little bit about their company. Uh, If you go to their website, you can order their straws. They've got like a shop tab. You just pull it right down. And I got to tell you, I've had all kinds of straws. I've had bamboo. I've had silicone uh, because I've had metal trying to the same because I do use straws a lot. And so Mm -hmm. I've switched. I've never had a glass straw because I feel like it's too fancy for me and I'm not responsible enough. But this makes me feel like I might I might take the plunge. Yes. I think they're good for at home. Yes, and I will say uh, the softer the the softer things like bamboo and stuff like that they do get mm-hmm. old. They soak up stuff and they mm-hmm. break and they you know, they get kind of gross. Totally. Um, so I think I may do this. Um, they're yeah. not that expensive. They have the long shot, the norm, Mister Smooth. They have some <laughs> clearance for three fifty and four fifty. I mean, that's a deal. Wow. Um, canvas yep. sleeves so you can take them with you. Uh, they have a, a sea glass bottle that you can store them in if you want. So anyway, check Aww. them out. 10%, 10% of your uh, purchase goes to help Ocean Conservancy. That's wonderful. Thanks, Beck, for sharing. Love that. Love it. Yes. And thank you again to Beck because she also sent this in to us. And we talked about this way, way, way back when we first started the podcast. I swear, I think this was one of our raves from the very, very early days, but I love it. Um, It is absolutely worth bringing up again. It has an amazing cause and I just, we love anything that gives back and has uh, meaning and a purpose behind it. Also, they've expanded some of what they have now and that made me really excited when I looked at their shop. This is called Bitch Sticks, B-I-T-C-H-S-T-I-X.com. B sticks if you go to their website um ethical and effective lip and body balms that protect your body and promote an equitable and compassionate world oh. also they have sunblock sticks i'm gonna be ordering one of those because there's no leaking or anything else and especially the one for your face keep that in your bag at all times i need we to get my son one that. of those he keeps getting burnt at recess yes it's so crazy right now that the we're heading into summer. Oh my god, I know. So we will uh tell you really quick. Um 
On her journey to the Supreme Court, Ruth Bader Ginsburg became known among some of her male colleagues as bitch. When she found out, she responded, better a bitch than a mouse. I couldn't love RBG more. Okay. She's one of my yes. all-time favorite people in history. She is no mouse. No, she is. She's ain't. gone and she's still not no mouse. I know. May she rest in peace. Oh, my God. Our line of cruelty-free lip and body bombs are backed by a mission to awaken people to their self-worth and to encourage them to live boldly and courageously. We do this in two ways. By putting bitch in the name of a product that soothes and restores. We're appropriating a word that has historically been used to inflict shame and attaching it to an agent of restoration. Also, by putting our money where our mouth is, Bitch Sticks donates to retailer-nominated nonprofit organizations that support survivors of domestic abuse and sexual assault. Bitch Sticks is more than just a bomb. It's a call to action to transform a bad word into a force for good. It's a one-of-a-kind product that seeks to inspire, empower, and change lives for the better. I love it so much. I also love that they let their retailers, the people that sell this product, send in places. So wherever you are in the country, you could send in places that you nominate that are local and in your own area for them yes. to give uh, profits to. It's incredible. They have a list of where you can buy their products all over the country. Um, it's fabulous product. Also, again, like I said, they not only have the lip balms, they have the SPF balms that are in a stick. So easy, so perfect. They also have those giant lipsticks, lip balms rather, that I'm a big fan of, that oftentimes they only make in men's products. And I love that they're oh. making this for ladies. Yeah. So please check them out. Bitchsticks, S-T-I-X dot com. Incredible company. And um, right now you get a free matcha tea and aloe SPF lip balm on orders over $50. So definitely a great time to check them out. And Beck, thank you so, so much for sending in this fabulous rave. She always today. has wonderful. Yeah, she always yes. has wonderful recommendations. And she walks the walk. Even just, She's somebody. She does. If you consciously. Get a chance, yeah, I think her handle on Instagram is at bloom with Beck. Yes, exactly. I think that's right. If you want to follow her, she's just a delightful follow. Always mm -hmm. positive, wonderful things. Yes. Just a beautiful human. So thank you so much for Indeed. those. Those are awesome. Um, yes, Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. Ooh, is there anything? Oh, wait. Tell everybody how to get a hold of us because this was such a lovely week having all this. Yes. Keep it coming, everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, please find us at the Rants and Raves podcast at both Instagram and Facebook. You can also find us on TikTok at the Rants and Raves P. Go to YouTube, subscribe to the Rants and Raves podcast channel, please. Uh, another plug, we've got Zinnia's Garden, so you can also go and oh, give Ask you. Zinnia a follow. Um, and share that with your kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, cousins, friends, kids. If you're like me and you're Mrs. Doubtfire, Mary Poppins, I don't have kids, <laughs> but I share that stuff with everyone I know that has a kid. Um, 
what else? Send us a direct email, the Ransom Raves Podcast at gmail.com, or you can go to our website, www.theransomravespodcast.com. Really quick, by the time this episode happens, uh, we will have been to and from Pennsylvania. Dana and I are doing a live recording of our podcast, so we will have lots of stories and fun to share with you and possibly a little bonus episode of our live show on the road. So stay tuned yeah, yeah. for that. That's so fun. Yeah, we're going to have a blast, I yes. think. Um, that being said, be patient with us. Jessica and I are both have like 16 different projects, 12 different jobs. Mm-hmm. We're both... Tr- Jessica's traveling like seven times. I may be traveling a couple. So be patient with us if we if we all of a sudden aren't around one week. We're okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. We got yes. you. <laughs> we're both filming stuff coming up. We have a lot yes. going on. So. A lot is going on. And it's all great things. We couldn't be happier. Yes. But just so you know, sometimes it gets hard to be on time for Dana. Woo. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Jessica, Not just Dana. For Jessica. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Jessica's always on the ball and Dana's always like, did I make it in time? (laughs) No. Uh, Okay. So Jessica, I adore you. Our listeners are the best. I I just, I feel like a broken record saying it every week. We're just so lucky. Um, I usually try to bring us a point to ponder. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes they're serious. Sometimes they're not. Today is a not serious kind of day, but this fascinated me. Did you know, Jessica? That an animal's yawn is based on how large their brain is. The bigger the brain, the longer they'll yawn. So, y'all, I'm giving y'all permission. Take a deep old breath. Get that yawn out. Ooh, feel it. It just means that your brain is huge. (laughs) Hilarious. We'll be back next week. I love you, Jess. Love ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.